Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. If grace and peace, everyone. It's your man T Barlow with another episode of Bars, Biblical and Reformed Spinners. But you know what? I'm going to change it up. Uh, today is going to be Biblical and Reformed Singers. Because <laughs> I, have, I have on the line a brother, man, who I've been hearing... Uh, some good things about I am I'm, I'm gonna be all honest right now I still have yet to, to check out your whole album but on the line I have a brother by the name of Jason Stevens what's going on man <laughs> that much man let again man, just thank you for uh, for being able to come on here uh and you know just to talk about just really just to share your testimony thoughts feelings whatever the case may be we'll just see where this conversation goes um okay first, first and foremost uh and just tell people a little bit about who you are Oh man, I uh, again. My name is Jason Stevens. I'm a stay in Atlanta on the outskirts. I'm a uh, a husband, uh, a father, uh, a pastor, and a singer, songwriter, producer. You know, that's that's basically it in a nutshell. Um, you know, it, all of this stuff kind of just happened uh, over over the last year as far as like pastoring and, and becoming a father but uh other than that yeah that's, that's basically it man yeah i can take it out you know typically like when it comes to say like your, your christian walk where you did you you grew up in the church or did you have like an epiphany in your teenage years how did how does that look for you uh that i i, I actually i actually grew up in the church um i was I started playing drums for the church when I was, I think, about eight years old. And um, then it just kind of progressed. I started playing keys for the church when I got into my teenage years. But, you know, of course, like, I wasn't living it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really know what it was to live, to live right. Um, Not until I got into my early 20s or so. But um, that's basically it. Yeah, I grew up in a church. I mean, ever since I can remember, I was in church, but um, I never had a true understanding of what the faith was really about until I actually had an epiphany in my early 20s. You know, it's strange. Like, it's been my experience because, like, I, you know, I grew up in the music ministry as well. Grew up in the church, but, you know, still kind of like 
really straddled that fence, really wasn't living sage and actor sage and so forth. But it, it's like it, it's crazy how like prevalent that is. And I don't know if it's just the music department, but it seems like. But I mean, you know what I mean. But like, it just seems like man, like 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 really like if you wanted to be part of the church and get away with some sinful activity, get with the music department because because yeah. that's where all the secrets were. Yeah, know, for uh, real. Yeah, which which is which is strange, man. Like you know. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just heard, I've, I've heard all types of horror stories, but then like also I've been a part of, I've been a part of some of my own, you know. Uh, right. But like, yeah. So uh, when did it get to a point though? Like, when did you see yourself? Uh, when, you, when, you, when did you come? When did you find yourself like coming into the understanding of the Christian life? Like, what, like, what was the, what was the significant event for that? Um. Oof. It, it's. I'm gonna try to condense it. Um. Basically, long story short, uh, I was I was actually set up uh, to be robbed by someone really close. Um, so in that, I was set up to be robbed, and then I had people actually come up to the college looking for me. Um, during this whole time, you know, I, I, I thought I was some type of little little thug or something like that. I don't, I, I still don't know exactly what I was. I mean, I was <laughs> in the streets, but I wasn't really what you would call a thug. Um, you know, so, uh, it was just a lot going on. Um, I had people follow me home from, from college during night classes. I mean, it was just like a lot going on. And I, I literally remember one day I went to church, I was playing the piano, there was a guest pastor there and, uh, he called me down, told me to come down and he walked with a cane, he had a limp and he said, uh, you know, this is like, I believe this is a byproduct of me uh, not doing what God called me to do. And I was running for like 20 years. And he said, but God told me, you know, that you don't have 20 years and there's not going to be prison that you're going to end up in. You're going you're gonna to get killed. And he started running down all of this stuff. And, you know, during this time, you know, I was more, I guess I was more charismatic than everything, than anything. But for someone to not know me to be able to run my whole life down to me everything that had just happened up until that point I was like okay um alright I, I, okay I got it I got it I got it and so it still took some time for me to really come into an understanding of it but I just started diving more into the word and I was reading it from a standpoint of oh this is about me this is about me this is about me but the more and more I read it, I realized that it wasn't, and that's what caused me to really be able to get to what the scriptures were really saying and get a clear understanding of what the faith was actually about. So it was like going down a, a rabbit hole almost, and it just took a whole bunch of turns to get me to this point. So that's basically what happened. Okay. Now, I just want to make sure I'm clear. So, like, after the, uh, the encounter with that preacher... You were you were reading the scriptures as if it was about you, and then you came to, or was it like up until like that point? You know, like like you've been reading the scriptures like it's been about you like all these years, and then you realize it was wasn't about you. Like like I just wanted to make sure I'm understanding you correctly on that. Okay, um, no, I wasn't really reading the scriptures up until that point. Okay. When I did meet with them, I started reading, and I thought the Bible was about me. I thought it was just like. You know, this this just this great book about the, the, the great things, the, the positive things that are supposed to happen in my life. 
Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, the, you're you're that, the David in your situation and all that. Right, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, and so after some time, after about five or six months of really studying, then a, a light clicked. Like I read a scripture and it didn't match up with another scripture, and I had to really face the facts. Like, oh, this is not what it's been saying. It's all uh this yeah. is actually what it's saying, and so that's how I got to this point now of truly understanding and really getting into a, a, a real walk, having a real walk, I should say. Okay, yeah. Now, when it, uh, when it comes down to doing doing like your music, now first of all, let's let's talk about. I want to talk about real quick, um, like the music that you do now. Like now, um, if somebody had to put you in a category. Uh, as far as not just simply just genre, but like the type of music that you put out, uh, what would you say you would fall under as far as an artist goes? Oh, that's a tough one, man. Um, it's tough because I I've never really known. I've I've never really known. I had people put me in the in the CHH category. I've had people uh-huh. put me in the gospel category, the CCM. I've had people put me in the rhythm and praise and R&B. And it's just like, I, I've never really identified with just one. Okay. Um, and I, it, it, that may sound weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to say you do gospel and then you do R&B? And it's not, it's not like that. My, I guess that, okay, I just answered your question. And yeah a 10-year question that I haven't answered. I would be considered more R&B style. Right. That would be... The, okay. Yeah, I feel you. Because here's the thing. Like, I feel like... I mean, you know, and I know we, we start off a statement when I feel like folks kind of get like... Like, the antennas start going up. But I, I wholeheartedly believe that people got it twisted when it comes to, like, Christians uh, singing, like, R&B, like, love songs. Right. I mean, like right. those are those are good songs to sing in the context of a husband and wife. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think those are good songs to have. I mean, let's face it. Like, if I'm trying to get my wife in the mood, I want to listen to. I'm going <laughs> up on a rough side of the mountain. I mean, like, now, see, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, put it this way. I, I, uh, some years ago, I think it might have been 2011. I did a project called Real Love 101. It was just straight love song. Uh-huh. from a biblical from a christian perspective and the reason yeah. why i did it was because i felt that there was a void there and i yeah. would see all of these all of these christian rappers say hey man don't listen to ti don't listen to jay-z you know don't listen to rick ross listen to my music but then on another tweet they'll say man that new Trey songs is hitting or well, that new jamie yeah. fox is on point and i'm like okay well let me try to do something and when i did it it was like very minimal of people accepted it i was almost like ridiculed for putting out a project they were all you straddling the fence and i was like no it's not that it's nothing wrong i'm not saying anything degrading about women i'm not saying anything that's compromising that can potentially compromise my walk or my salvation or anything like that you know this is just love songs like y'all don't right, like i'm about to say like, like like what like, <laughs> were you singing were you singing about different women <laughs> you know <laughs> It's like, I mean, like, come on, like, like, I mean, we, and I, and I guess, like, when I hear people trip like that over a love song, I mean, I, I have to ask, them, like, well, what to do with a book like Song of Solomon? Right, right. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, like, what, like, what do you do with that? I mean, because let's face it, even though, you know, what I'm saying, like, I, I mean, like, when you, when you read it and you hear this, you, you know, what I mean, like, you, like, you see this, this love between a groom and a bride or whatnot, and you know that it's the context of 
Christ in the church. I mean, when God made the family, that was just right. which my father. I like the way my father always says, "The first institution that he that he they you know that he made on earth was the family or whatnot." You know, so when God when God made the family, he made it. He made something that glorifies him. So again, like, what's not God glorifying about uh, a romantic love for? the woman or the man from a woman's perspective that you know what I'm saying that, that, that God has brought into your life I mean I think yeah exactly. I, I, I wish I'd have known you know I can't I ain't, I ain't go front there may have been a day in my legalistic days <laughs> where I probably would have <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it real I mean, I'm just, let me just be all the way one but like but like yeah. now like as time progressed man you know you you right like there is a void there you know because right you know I mean you know like our wives and men like they're our first ministry right right <laughs> you know exactly. like, so anyway. and you, you know, said that go ahead I'm listening it's like for people who really know me and know my wife when you hear the music you know that that's who I'm talking about you you don't if there's no question of if I'm speaking about multiple women or anything like that right um, and furthermore I'm never going to put our business in the open like that it's going to be very surface it's going to you know yeah just just straight love is not talking about anything now there, there is a pastor going around making music like that now which is a little strange to me but <laughs> um, uh but no it's like you know if you listen to certain things like there's a song on that on the on the recent project called uh the recent album is decades but the song on there is called figured it out and it's a song about my wife, how she figured out how to get me to open up and become a different type of person. And so I'm from Atlanta. My wife is from California. So there are certain things in there where I'm like, uh, uh, oh, we hit glory. I think I found my West Side Story. When people hear it, they're like, oh, that's, that's, that's cute. Oh, whatever, because he's from California. Oh, I get it. You know, so it's like yeah, yeah. when you get to understand and know where I'm coming from, then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is, this is, this is a nice song. But a lot of people would judge it, you know, for, for, for face value and think that I'm straddling. And that's not, you know, that's not the case and yeah. like that, man. I it's just nobody's trying to listen to Kirk Franklin Stone on their honeymoon. <laughs> And it's the thing like like because like I, I love the fact that I, I like knowing that I'm here that like if I'm listening to your music, I'm listening to it from a Christian. Cause sometimes right. man, like I, I listen to certain songs and like if I don't know much about an artist or whatnot, I try not to sweat it because sometimes I just hear good songs that I think are really good love songs, you know, uh, from, from somebody, from, from an artist who is not a Christian, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and I just be like, man, like, this is this is a good song, though, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like this, I mean, crazy crazy as it is, man, hey, this is strange. This might be strange to you. I love uh, sad love songs. I, um, That's not crazy to me. That's not yeah, crazy I, to me because, like, I, there I, are times where I will go on a Neo binge and just listen yeah. to some Neo, you know what I'm saying? So, it's that, I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's because, like, certain certain songs, they listen to some good sad. Like, for example, Maxwell's Pretty Wings. Now, mind you, I think the oh, song was goodness. written. Uh, it, 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 it was written by, I'm, just, I'm putting out there, I believe, I believe the song was written by a sinner who was living a sinner's life. But the uh-huh. song, 
the song is dope, you know, and he, he's right. listening to it. And it's just like, okay, and then the melodies, and, and then, like, I mean, like, this certain little, the little bass groove that happens after the second, like, it's it's things in there that I can be like, that I can appreciate, you know? Right. So, right. And, but then, but like, there's been times where I listen to a song, like, man, I wonder how this person actually feels about God, you know, like, or mm-hmm. what does this person believe about God? You know, it's like sometimes, like, that crossed my mind. It's nice to know that there's music out there where it's like, okay, I know this man is singing to his wife, and then from the way that it sounds like you described it, like, like you made it, like, like on the surface to where it's like, you know, I can play your music, and I think about you and your wife. I can think about me and my wife. At least that's how I exactly. see it. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. You know, right. And, and that's, yeah, that that's what we're going for in there, man. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. man, let's talk about this uh this project, uh, decades. You said right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 how many projects? Does this make for you that you've actually put out over the uh, over the course of time? Oh, uh, I think this is number seven, eight, seven, wow. eight. Wow! Let me time to change. Redemption, rags to riches, targeted, real love, one on one, transparent. Then there was a mixtape, the transparent two, and then this was nine, nine including the mixtape. Wow! How, how long you been doing this? Uh. 12 years now since 2006 2007 so going on 12 years wow wow yeah i've just been doing it for a minute man and so mm. uh, so this and this and this project decades is like, like, like how did this project come together this thank you for asking me that question no one ever asked um <laughs> this project came about actually in um 2015 that's where I started okay. and it all started um, when my dad was in ICU okay. and uh, while my dad was in ICU the story is my dad coded twice being in ICU and for you know those who don't know what coded means it means he, he died twice they brought mm-hmm. him back but he died twice and so I remember going back and forth from work to the hospital work to the hospital and when I would go to work the whole time, the whole ride there, I would, I would, I would listen to old school music, oldies, because that reminded me of traveling up and down the road with my dad when I was growing up. And so I was thinking, you know what? I want to make something. I want to, I want to make something that's gonna, that's going to. Uh, I want to be a part of that, the music that I grew up on. I want to make something from those eras of the music that I loved growing up, listening to the stuff with my dad. So while my dad was in ICU and we're in the waiting room, there's uh, the, the first single that we released from this project is called Break Light. And that features my wife on it, singing on the hook as well. And um, I wrote that song after he coded it the first time. And it's an upbeat song. So I wanted to write it contrary to how I was feeling. So although I was sad, I wrote an extremely upbeat, happy song. And um, the song is just basically saying, like, you know, when I come out of this, my my future is looks better than my past. So focus on my brake lights. That's like the tagline of the song. Um, okay. And so that's where the project came from. And so I started working on it and making music from each decade that I really understood musically. So uh, the first uh, one of my favorite songs because of my dad is um, Higher by Jackie Wilson. So I started working on some stuff from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s 
80s on up until now. And it just took so long to do it because we had so many different things going on. But also it was just hard to capture the sound from a particular decade without copying it like sound for sound. So it took a long time, but that's where it came from. This is like a, a dedication project to my dad from me uh, of just a, a conglomerate of music that I grew up listening to. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, you know, and, and I and I like that um, that you that you're kind of like tapping into the different style. One of the things that I do with my kids, man, is like I like especially when we take like road trips, like mm-hmm. we're listening to stuff from from across the ages. You know, right. um, you know, I mean, like, and and they actually dig it. Like they sometimes my son just like, he just be on a kick. Like he's like, hey, let's can you, can you play some of that old. 1970s R&B or something right. like that, you know, <laughs> and, and, and that's cool for a 12 year old. You know, um, obviously, I think I think they come to the conclusion. I think my son likes the the late 80s, early 90s hip hop, and my and my mm-hmm. daughter, she's she's kind of late 90s. Like she loves like those are those are some of the like mid to late 90s and what like like those are like their favorite. But it's like just just giving them a taste of how uh, music evolves and and the different things that you can pull. Uh, just from those different eras, man, uh, uh, or whatnot, and then still see that today that the theory behind those songs, uh, right? It's, it's like like they still work, and it's like the timeless theories, like they still exactly. work, even though even though folks are looking for a less dated sound these days, mm-hmm. you know, which 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 I have my feelings about that, but it's, it's like <laughs> there's still there's still a remnant of folks who are kind of who love just good. Uh, classic sounding music uh, that, exactly. that, that 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 took a lot of skill and, and time, you know. So, right. so yeah, man, that, that that sounds that sounds pretty dope, man. Like, what's your? Uh, you said, did you say that the first song was your favorite song off this album, or? Um, the, you said was it my favorite? Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I can't remember if you if you mentioned that if you said it like that or not. No, but, no, no. But but, but what's your? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna say like, well, what would you say would be like your favorite song off the album? What do you What do you feel like the one that like resonated with you the most? Ah uh, man, uh, that would I think that would be uh, "Feel So Good," which is actually uh, Carlos Newton's favorite one off the project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like he kept like repeating, like he kept talking <laughs> about that, like like that song was the hit home with him. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was that's my favorite one because there was a spat of time where I couldn't produce, I couldn't write, my mixes weren't coming out good, I couldn't do anything, and that went on for like I think like a year and some change. Wow. I went through like writer's block and beat block at the same time and that's never happened to me before. I would go through one or the other. But when that song came about, it's like everything just flowed. And the song was done, written in like 20 minutes. Really? And I was like, man, it feels good to be back in my element, just like doing what I love to do, which is music. Like, it, it just feels good. Like, I feel like I'm back. And right. so that's why that's my favorite one on the project. It's real upbeat. It kind of got, it got the marching band vibe to it, which I was in marching band in high school and stuff. So got the horns going, the drums is hitting hard. And, you know, I... I was doing a little singy rapping type of thing. I, that's just you just have to check it out, man. That's my right, favorite right. one. Yeah, okay, I can, yeah. I can dig it. I, I can dig it. That's what's up, man. Um, now you mentioned that your wife was on 
like the, this first track that you recorded with you. So you guys do a lot of things together. Uh, yeah, um, we haven't done as much as we would like to, and that's credited to a lot of moving that we did. We moved to California for some time and then moved back to Atlanta and all of that stuff. But um, we have done some things, and we're actually getting ready to start working on her project, which is going to be like a uh, just a straight worship project. Um, but I wanted to get her on the album more, but she has just a, she has more she's more of a worship singer yeah, I got it's just, it sounded she just sounded really good on that song but worship is her thing so we're getting ready to actually start working on some stuff for her as well yeah that, man that's hot man I, I, i'm gonna tell you i'm sorry, i can use a good worship album you know oh, I, yeah. I don't know who to listen to anymore because man a lot of what i hear that you know like from the type of music that i used to listen to coming up i mean like your kirk franklin's and your Ties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I I take issue sometimes theologically with a lot of what comes out. Um, yeah, and, and, and I hate to be that way because it's like, man, I kind of want to. I wish I could just sit back and just enjoy a song sometimes, but then it's like, mm-hmm. it's like I can't because like that one. <laughs> it could be like that one line that for whatever yeah. reason you keep, you keep repeating it, and it's like I can't, I I can't do it. like like case in point, like um, somebody, love. oh my goodness, I hate that song. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, man, yo, let me tell you. And usually, I don't say anything to the people, man. But like at my job, you know, I mean, and I, people probably hear this all the time to be listening to the show. I work at a group home for teenage girls, and occasionally we we get a guy that comes in and he does quote unquote Bible study. I'm putting quotes, air quotes in the air uh, for right. a reason. But nevertheless, though, he, he does this comes to do Bible study, or whatever. And he, mm-hmm. but part of this part of this Bible study, they sing songs, and one of the songs they chose to sing the other week was "Reckless Love." I had enough. I couldn't take it anymore. I was <laughs> like, "Hey, I said that song is heretical." I like, like, yeah. like, no, that song's not biblical. Like, spy song. And, then, and, and showing up, the supervisor comes by. He said, "Hey, man, they're not singing Reckless Love anymore." I said, "Good." I said, "That's good. a start. <laughs> That's a start." Yeah, now, man. We, now, we, now we get the doctrine right on <laughs> on salvation. We we good. But I, but like, but that's. That was one of the other night though. I was at an event. They started playing. Uh, Eric, I think it's Erica Campbell. I can't remember which one. One of the Mary Mary sisters. I need a little more Jesus. Oh yeah, I want, I'm talking about. I, I want to like that song, but yeah. I can't because I because I a little more Jesus like that makes me. I don't know. That makes me. I, it, it just doesn't <laughs> resonate well with me. Right. Like, just, right. You know, it just just little stuff like that. So so with your wife putting out a worship album, I'm gonna trust that it's gonna be something where I can be like, Yeah, man, like yeah, I can play this on Sunday mornings and you know, my wife will probably like will like it because she don't like to rap this much. She, she my wife doesn't right. like it. Yeah. My my wife, you give her a good quartet album, you know, some of the old school <laughs> John P. Key, which I'm not mad at. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, you know, but that, that's that's what she is with it. Me, I'm kind of just like, man, I'm over those songs now. I just, I need something. I want something. I want that sound with with sound theology. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If that, if that makes sense, man. So nah, that gonna, makes really sense. Yeah, yeah, we definitely be looking forward to that. So, um, one of the things I always like to ask, like, who do you listen to, man? Like, what are some of your greater influences? Um, you know, like, who's in your who's in your playlist now these days? If you have one and so forth, well, what is what does that all look like for you? Uh, who is in my playlist these days? Um, 
Okay, this might sound weird. It's, it's going. It's like a wide variety, but I'll give you like the top five that's in my playlist right now. Okay. That's uh. Let's see. The Walls Group really has this one song that I really like. Yeah, that's like, really that, good. Yeah. yeah, I like them. Um, I like Jonathan McReynolds. Um, yes, yeah, a song called Cycles, and that that song is it's crazy. Is that the guy uh, who's singing the song uh, "My Name Is Victory"? Is that him, or am I thinking of no Jonathan Mc? What does he sing? Uh, maintain. Is that the one that sings Maintain? So I can maintain. Yeah. So I can maintain. Something like that. Is that him? I think that's. I think so. I believe okay. so. All right. I was trying. Yeah. I'm trying to put. I'm trying to put music to the names. I, yeah. I, right. I like him too. Yeah. So them two, and then I got uh, the Temptations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then there's uh, who else do I listen to? Um, I mean, I still I, I I still listen to Lecrae. You know, okay. I still listen to not too much the new stuff. I'm still kind of stuck on Rebel. Yeah, um, yeah, I got you. But you know, I still listen to Lecrae. You know, a lot of the the reach stuff. Um, but truthfully, I don't listen to a lot of the rap anymore. Um, everything that I've been listening to lately has been just like more laid back, or just kind of like trying to find new stuff. So like, there's this, there's this, uh, this group called Covenant Worship that my wife introduced me to. I've been listening to them a lot. Okay. Um, haven't found anything heretical in their, <laughs> in their music yet. <laughs> um, so I've been listening to them a lot and um, The Belonging Company. So those are like two of the big ones that I've been And, and actually Lauren Daigle. I've been listening to her a lot too. Um, huh, I'm trying to... I feel like I heard that name before and I, I just don't know for where. Lauren Daigle is... Um, I, if I were to have to name one of her singles I couldn't do it but when my when 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 our daughter was like three or four months old um, we would put on some music some baby music baby worship music at night so she would sleep and uh-huh. then this song that Lauren Daigle would sing uh, like a acoustic version would come on and I was like man like I like her voice but I don't know any of her, any of her, any of her music and so with her recent project, that she dropped, they started comparing her to like the the, the Christian version of uh, Adele. Oh, okay, wow. That's let me check this out. So I checked yeah. it out, and I couldn't get past the intro. The intro alone, I think I rewinded it back at least like twenty times, back to back, no lie. Yeah. Because of the, the the music and everything, so I've been listening to just like a lot of different styles and trying to understand and really trying to find some music that I like. Um, that that doesn't kind of cross the cross the line of borderline disrespectful to God, even though right, you, right. you're trying to say it from a good place, but that yeah, I, no, I, still I, I doesn't exactly mean. What you mean. Yeah. yeah, so trying to find something that I can really really listen to a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I to- totally feel you on that. Totally feel you on that. So, um, where can the people find your music, or how can they get in contact with you? Um, what are some of your tags out there on social media and so forth 
Um, to get in touch with me, everything is uh, J Stevens Music, and that's Stevens with a PH and music spelled the regular way. So J S E E P H E N S M U S I C. So that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. And all of my music is either on my website, jstevensmusic.com, or you know, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all of that. So that's where you can find it all at. Awesome, man. But listen, thanks again for coming on, folks. You guys have been listening to Jason Stevens, um, biblical and reformed singer. That's <laughs> what I'm going to go with tonight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and, and this has been the episode of Bars. Remember, you guys can check us out on Facebook, the Bar Podcast. It's the Facebook page, uh, thebarpodcast.com. It's where you can go. You can listen to all of our shows, with the Bar Podcast, the, like the original Bar Podcast. Bars, you uh, listen to Just Thinking with Virgil and Daryl and Kaleoscope, it's some old stuff. Um, also, be sure to check out the page. I always like to promote this page, the page that kind of started it all for us as a squad, which is the Be Not Deceived page uh, on Facebook. On that page, that's where we expose the false doctrine. The Bar Podcast is where we do our best to, to, to point you to some of the sound people and so forth. I'm T Barlow, T the Mars Barlow on Facebook. That's T space D E I M A R I S space Barlow, B A R L O W on Facebook. T D Barlow. Uh, that's T-D-E-I-B-A-R-L-O-W on Instagram and on Twitter. So feel free to holler at me, especially if you guys uh, have an artist that you guys think that y'all will, will, will be a good fit for this show. You know, point me to them, man. Send me a link to their music and maybe maybe connect us on, on, online and so forth. And that way, man, we can get some, some exposure to some more uh, lesser-known Christian artists. So, Jason, thanks again, bro, man. Appreciate you. Uh, love you to life. As far as you listeners, man, y'all stay tuned, and you're going to be listening to uh, a single uh, from my man, Jason Stevens. So until next time, grace and peace to y'all. Love y'all to life. Y'all be good. at the center's table. We out here in these streets each and every day Trying to feed a couple sheep each and every way We gotta get them because they on the run Lead a 99 to get the one And I'm just doing my job I'm Trying to reach the lost But still these people try to confine me to a few and they Church, 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 church They want me there from Sunday to next Sunday Then get mad if I miss just one day 
But that one day I stopped one from gunplay. Look out below, crash landing, clear the runway. I'm in the city, boy, where things ain't looking pretty, boy. I might have kept someone from aiming beams at your fitted, boy. And what about the one that's tired of moving weight, but you get mad because I ain't there to put my ties in the plate? Man, it's time to prioritize what's more important, though. Our lives and both of our perspectives are completely different, no surprise. I care about the lost souls because I've been one and Jesus came in and commissioned me to win some. We out here in these streets each and every day, trying to feed a couple sheep each and every way. We gotta get them because they on the run, need a 99 to get the one. And I'm just doing my job, I'm trying to get the lost and still these kids are trying to combine me to a few and they. Hey, G Stat, let me holla at him, man. Hey, check it. First of all, I'm not a member of your congregation. There ain't no room in no pew for no city take on the mission. A lot of great commission, but pay attention because something missing. When he said to go to to make disciples, not Christians. Giving shall be given unto you. Yeah, that's true, but if I'm not connected to the vine, how can I bear fruit? Just follow me at John 15. Hashtag read it, man. I'm making sure you get the picture. Get the picture. Instagram, picture it. Hit the streets and every antichrist of it. D- double tap their hearts and watch how many likes I get. Left the phone walls Why? to bring the people healing. Okay. So let's be transparent. The church has left the building. We out here in these streets each and every day. Trying to feed a couple sheep each and every way. We gotta get them because they on the run Need a 99 to get the one And I'm just doing my job I'm trying to reach the lost But still these people trying to confine me to a pure relay Church, 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 church We out here in these streets each and every day Trying to feed a couple sheep each and every way We gotta get them because they on the run Need a 99 to get the one Doing my job, I'm trying to reach the lost, but still these people try to combine me to a pure relay. Church, 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 church. We out here in these streets each and every day, trying to feed a couple sheep each and every way. We gotta get them because they on the run, need a 99 to get the one. And I'm just doing my job, I'm trying to reach the lost, but still these people try to combine me to a pure What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there